Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power of Technology podcast by Dell Technologies. I'm Josh Abrams, and today's episode is the fourth in our series of conversations about cloud repatriation. Now, when it comes to technology in general, the ultimate goal is to make our lives easier, right? But we usually have to go through a lot of iterations to get there, and usually it leads to a whole new set of questions to answer and problems to solve. In a nutshell, more complications. The internet, cell phones, and video streaming are just a few examples that come to mind. Which brings us back to cloud. What's the right cloud for you and your business? Public, private, hybrid, multi-cloud? Navigating this complexity is much more than a full-time job, and not getting it right can put your company's future in jeopardy. <laughs> That's a pretty heavy intro, so let's bring in the guy who's been leading the cloud repatriation conversation in previous episodes, Mick Turner. Hi, Josh. How are you doing? Okay, Mick. Good to have you back here on the show. Let's get good. right to it. Yeah, good to be back. So um, if we do do a quick recap, I think we started off with uh, episode 77, where myself and Nick Brackney discussed a trend that saw companies moving their data out of the public cloud. Episode 78 was about how to best align workloads to deployment models. Episode 85, how businesses can use Dell Apex to address uh, challenges and, and gain competitive edge. And if, if listeners want to go back and listen to those, feel free. But I think some of the things that I wanted to kind of uh, make note of right here, Josh, is that when we started the conversation and right from the get-go, we kind of got a little derailed when we started talking about <laughs> repatriation, right, which was one of the original drivers for the series of podcasts. And what we found uh, very, very uh, early on was that it's less about fleeing the public cloud, as indicated by some of the news stories at the time, and a lot more about how to optimize data and workload placement related to application scaling or as kind of security privacy and performance uh, requirements changed around applications. So that's kind of how the rest of those uh, sessions panned out. What we found and what was very apparent though is that this space is really quite complex, right? And there's oh, yeah. confusion as to how to move forward quickly and effectively. Um, and that there's really a need for a strong partner to help navigate this complexity. And that's really why we wanted to do this fourth episode where we really want to talk about how Dell can fulfill that role um, and provide those uh, those value that valued guidance those top partners typically you know customers are looking to provide and hopefully by the end of this uh, episode we will be able to have uh, fulfilled that goal and that's also why Nigel Burmeister is here uh, Nigel runs our multi cloud portfolio marketing group hi Nigel how are you doing hey Mick I'm doing well. Excellent. So let's get straight into it. How does Dell actually help customers with this complexity of multi-cloud issues they're dealing with? Yeah. So what we're hearing from customers, Mick, is that you know they've got data and applications spread across the edge, their data centers, multiple public clouds, in some cases, co-location facilities. This is kind of what we refer to as multi-cloud. And in general, you know, what we hear is they're looking for three things. They're wanting a way to bridge all these different environments. They want to simplify the infrastructure management across these environments and enable application and data mobility. 
secondly, you know, because they've got applications and data in the public cloud, they're wanting to see more enterprise-like capabilities in the public cloud, things like performance, resilience, you know, the feature richness, which they have um, in their, their enterprise class um, infrastructure. And then thirdly, they also have applications and data on premises because the reality is not all apps and data are suitable, you know, for public cloud implementations. And so they're wanting to make those on-premises environments more cloud-like, things like quick provisioning, you know, flexible scaling, pay as you go and so on. And uh, Dell really has a pretty differentiated approach here. It's something we call multi-cloud by design. And it's really about unlocking the benefits of multi-cloud without these technical constraints of these siloed ecosystems of proprietary tools and services. And we, we deliver multi-cloud by design through Apex. And, and there's really three components to it, which relate to those three things that customers were looking for. First of all, we, um, we bring our enterprise um, class software to the public cloud. This is an approach we call ground to cloud. And that really helps enrich this public cloud experience with these enterprise grade capabilities. It also gives you this operational consistency across the environments as well as data mobility um, between them. The second thing we do is we extend major cloud and container ecosystems to on-premises environments. And that's an approach we call cloud to ground. And that just lets developers um, essentially build once and deploy anyway using the software that they prefer. Think Azure, you know, um, OpenShift, VMware in the you know in the environment of their choice. And then thirdly, we bring these cloud experiences to on-premises environments through uh, a series of as-a-service and subscription solutions across our our portfolio. And that really helps to reduce the IT workload and and accelerate deployment and simplify management um, of that infrastructure. Thanks, Nigel. Uh, you know, you used a couple of phrases there that uh, really illustrative, really, you know, drew a picture for me, really helpful, but I'm hoping you can help, you can drill into that a little bit more. Can you talk a little more about the ground to cloud and cloud to ground concepts, perhaps give a couple of images to illustrate? Yeah, sure. Um, so if you if you think about ground to cloud for a second, and that's that's really taking you know kind of our infrastructure storage and data protection software into the public cloud. Um, why might customers want to do it? I think of you know a healthcare customer we worked with that had a significant on-premises, um, in this case, block storage footprint supporting database applications as well as clinical applications. And they wanted to transition some of their IT operations to the public cloud. And for them, you know, they felt like our Apex storage solution was a, a good fit because it gave them this operational consistency, same, you know, um, the same interface, the same management capabilities across on-prem and the public cloud. That means the same skill sets, which is a huge win for them. And it also enabled them to run these mission critical workloads in the public cloud because it gave them superior performance and resiliency, you know, so that might be a cloud to ground, uh, sorry, a ground to cloud example. Um, if you switch then to, to cloud to ground, which is taking these um, cloud stack and, and container orchestration um, stacks um, from the cloud on-prem, you know, think of an organization that builds their cloud native application in the public cloud, maybe on something like Azure. Um, and they've done their de test dev in the public cloud, but they've gotten to the point where it needs to go into, into production. 
And for some reason, it might be cost, it might be performance, it might be compliance. They need to run this application in on-premises impl uh, implementations. Well, the beauty of this approach is with something like um, Apex Cloud Platforms, you know, they have exactly the same application environment across these different um, uh, public cloud and on-premise environments, as well as an easy way to transfer workloads across those environments. So again, a big win for organizations that are in that kind of a situation. Thanks, Nigel. That makes sense. Much clearer for me. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, but what about that third element you talked about, bringing a cloud-like experience to on-prem environments? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, th I think I think everybody agrees there's a lot to like about the public cloud experience. Um, you know, especially IT teams love the quick provisioning, flexible scaling, ability to pay as you go, and so on. Uh, and customers want that same experience for their on-premises infrastructure increasingly. And so, you know, for example, here, again, we worked with a customer that was really looking to meet specific cost and sustainability goals for their IT infrastructure. And uh, they were able to deploy a private cloud environment on-premises in, in a month with, with Apex, an Apex solution. And for them... Uh, that did several things. It, it reduced the complexity for their IT team, uh, the burden on their IT team, freeing them up to do other, other stuff. It also reduced the data center footprint by, in their case, more than 70%, and they saw a corresponding reduction in power consumption. So for them, the approach was sustainable, it was cost-effective, and it was easy to manage. That's awesome, uh, Nigel. I just wanted to... Uh to touch on something else, which is obviously on everyone's mind at the minute, but it is, I, I think one of the things I wanted to make a, a point about is that it, it's, and, and sometimes I think folks don't understand this clearly, uh, is really how relevant Dell is in this multi-cloud space that we have all these players that enable customers to kind of build uh, modern digital solutions wherever they need to build them. Uh, and also to be able to kind of move them if necessary between public cloud, private cloud, et cetera. But, but the, the thing I was alluding to uh, and would be remiss of me not to ask about is really, uh, you know, how these plays kind of feed into the Gen AI kind of furor that is uh, seems to be all over the place at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't get through an episode without talking Gen AI. Yeah, that's um, true. I <laughs> Obviously, you know, there's lots of excitement, I think rightly so, and, and massive potential uh, when we talk about, you know, technologies like Gen AI. There are also a lot of questions. Um, we're still pretty early in that journey. And when I look at, you know, at research and listen to, to customers, the top challenges we're hearing are things like data management, uh, staffing and skill um, concerns actually integration with hybrid and multi-cloud architectures and then costs. Um, and, and that ties back into some of your pre previous episodes. Now, the good news is all of that stuff aligns really well with what we've been talking about in this episode uh, with Apex and multi-cloud. Um, you know, if you think about data for a second, uh, you know, when it comes to Gen, I, Gen AI, we talk about bringing Gen AI to your data. And uh, as you rightly pointed out, uh, make you know th this multi-cloud by design strategy is, is really about placing your apps and data in the right place at the right time and that facilitates gen ai whatever the need in in a multi-cloud environment might be but also not everybody wants to or can 
put their data in the public cloud or run their data through cloud-based models. And, and here Apex makes it much easier for them to host Gen AI apps and data in private clouds. Um, you know, if the use case requires guarding against things like data leak risks and ensuring data quality, or if there are other compliance requirements. Um, if you if you think then of like the staffing um, issues, skill issues, this is where something like the Apex as a service model can really help, as well as, you know, not to mention Dell's professional services expertise that can help uh, customers identify use cases, as well as Gen AI deployments uh, in multi-cloud environments. Um, when it comes to hybrid multi-cloud integration, you know, we spent the whole episode talking about multi-cloud by design and, and how that delivers a unified cloud experience um, and enables this optimal deployment of Gen AI applications and data where they can create more value. Costs, obviously, a huge concern because uh, with Gen AI, Gen AI, let's face it, you know, it's, it's large and, and they require significant computing power and high performance storage needs. And um, growth is often pretty hard to predict. And so with something like Apex, you know, it's, it's a pay, you have pay per go, pay as you grow flexibility and dynamic scaling of resources, which can also really help with that. So I think at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the stuff we've been talking about Apex, multi-cloud by design, really good foundation for enterprise-grade Gen AI deployments. Thanks, Nigel. Uh, you and Mick both, I mean, you, you've certainly covered a lot here in a very short amount of time. Uh, where can our listeners go to learn more? Yeah, Josh, a, a couple of things. Uh, you know, obviously, you always contact your, your local Dell um, sales rep or um, visit dell.com forward slash Apex to find out more. Okay, that's an easy enough URL, and and hopefully our folks know uh, who their Dell sales rep is, but should be easy, easy peasy from there. So guys, uh, clearly having a strong partner with a breadth and depth of experience in the multi-cloud and cloud-native worlds like Dell is key to navigating the complex and intimidating challenges of workload portability. Guys, thanks again for coming by. Uh, sounds like there's certainly, especially with Gen AI, there's always room for a fifth episode in this series. What do you think? Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I certainly agree. A fifth, sixth, and maybe a seventh one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds great. Well, that'll bring today's episode to a close. Future episodes will feature a wide variety of topics, including software innovations for Dell storage, proactive predictive product support, and more, including apparently more on cloud repatriation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming service. I'm Josh Abrams, and we'll see you next time on The Power of Technology. 